If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Know Before You Go Travel Show, where we share all the latest travel tips, tricks, and insights to make your next vacation the best one yet. So sit back, relax, grab a cocktail, and enjoy the show with Penyak Travel's George Penyak and our senior travel consultant, Janet Penyak. What is up, everybody? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Know Before You Travel Show, and we've got a show for you today. Yes. A very good one. Very good one. And my voice is a little raspy. For those that have listened to the show for a very long time, you're going to tell I sound a little different. Not sick. I feel great. I feel fabulous, actually. The pollen. You you said it was like the worst year for pollen or something? That's what they were saying on the news, yeah. Then I, that must be that we have like the highest level pollen counts right now. So I mean, I ran to the gym today. Like I'm physically fine. It's just like it's got to be the pollen. Yeah, you need some uh, different salty air, I guess. Like yeah, maybe I mean, down in the Caribbean, oh. like where we're going in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, we are leaving in a few weeks. Got to do a preview episode of that. Yes, we will. Pretty excited about it. But anyways, hope you guys are having a great week. It is Sunday here. We're having a little Sunday fun day. Get on the podcast, and uh, we're glad you guys are with us today. Um, but yeah, we thought because every I mean the travel the travel surge is happening right now. Yeah, it's Pr- been insane. Prices are going up. It, we, they are going up. We have been saying this. Prices are going up. It was all time lows there for a very long time, and now they're starting to creep back up. And with that, with everyone booking, because obviously people are booking, we figured. What better episode to do than talk about a what to pack? Like, make sure like. Well, gonna... I actually got this idea from one of my clients because she sent me an email asking if we had done a podcast on this, and I was like, no, but that is a great idea. We absolutely should. So, shout out to Rebecca who is about to go on her honeymoon to Jamaica next week, um, staying at beautiful Sandals Montego Bay. Yes, thank you, Rebecca. And guys, if if anyone out there has a suggestion for an episode you'd like us to cover, or a topic. Or a question of the day, slide right into our DMs. Yes, or send me an email. Yeah, best way you can get a hold of us. Everything, all the links will be in the show notes, so yes. you'll have all the links to get a hold of us. But um, but we're excited because we're going through this, and I think there's a lot of things that maybe not the the average traveler might not think about. Right. And there's certain things that you like when you're traveling, especially to the Caribbean, that you might really wish you have in the moment. Yes. And you just didn't bring it. And it's in this list is long. It's going to seem like oh my gosh, I got to pack everything. But you know. You, you may already pack a lot of these things, but there may be a couple things, a couple nuggets here that you can take and just throw into your bag. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, these are, these are all just suggestions. So it's not like you, know, you absolutely have to pack every single one of these items, but they're good to have. Yeah, they absolutely are. And, and these are like a lot of these items we pack. I mean, this is kind yep. of almost our standard list. And it's a pretty long list. It's going to sound crazy. But a lot of this stuff is small, um, very compact. So it's nothing too crazy. Um, some of the stuff we actually don't take with us. But um, like, you know, there's a couple things on there that sometimes we take, sometimes we don't. But um, I think it's a good list. Yes, it absolutely is. So first and foremost, don't forget your passports <laughs> on your way to the airport. Yeah. I can tell you I have done that before. Um, thankfully, it was the day before we were leaving or I was leaving. We were driving from Columbia, South Carolina to Atlanta. 
and I had an early morning flight out of Atlanta the next morning, and that's about a three and a half hour drive, and so we got two and a half hours there, and then I remembered that I did not have my passport, that I had left it at home. So then we had to turn around and go all the way back and then drive all the way back to Atlanta. So it turned what should have been like a three and a half hour day drive into almost eight hours. So It was awful. It and was I'm, awful. I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, how does a travel professional of uh, yeah, all people... Because I'm busy Forget. and, you know, I and know. when you are like leaving on a trip, it, you know, you're thinking of so many things because, you know, you got to, you got to pack and you've got to make sure I always like to have the house clean before I leave. You got to make sure your, you know, animals are set up with their care and there's a lot going on. So no, there is for sure. So that's why we have this list for you and we should, I'm going to post this list on as a blog post on our website so people can go right to it and just reference it. So we'll put the list in probably in the show notes if we can squeeze it in the show notes. And we'll also put it as a blog post at PignacTravel.com. And one other thing is I do suggest making a copy of your passport and carrying that with you just in case. Just to be on the safe side, just take a, you know one or two copies of your passport with you. Yeah, absolutely. And put it in a safe place. Whenever you get to your destination, put it in a safe place if you're not going to take it with you. Which if you're on like a resort or something, you're not going to carry it with you. Yeah. Put it in the safe that's in the room. Put it just in a very, very safe place because, um, I mean, it's it's not likely that it'll happen, but it can happen. You know, you don't want to lose it or it gets stolen or it gets turned up missing and then you're in a... You're, you're in, in a, a pickle. You're in a pickle. Yeah, you want to avoid that at all costs. But anyways, yes. we forgot to do our shout outs. Oh, yes, we do have some shout outs. Um, so shout out to Emily from Atlanta who slid into our DMs and is looking to plan a trip for the end of May or June for an all-inclusive. Yes, so thank um, you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. And then I may be mispronouncing this name, but Faisal from Memphis looking to plan a company trip to LeBlanc in Cancun. Could be so, Faisal. Or Faisal. Yeah, I'm so sorry um, if I'm mispronouncing that. But thank you so much for reaching out. And then Octavia from Charlotte looking to plan a trip to Cabo. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you guys so much. Again, the best way to support the show is if you're planning a trip, we're a free agent. We are free service. We do not charge anything. We're a zero-fee travel agency. We price match stuff online. You're not going to pay a penny more than you would pay online to use us. And you get Janet's service. I'm not really much of a service when it comes to the travel side. I'm more of like a sideshow here. Sideshow Bob. But, but Janet and all of our great agents can help you guys. And again, we're free service. And by the way, if you're not traveling, mash the subscribe button. We'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast. We just kind of give our best content away for free. And we hope you guys are enjoying the show here. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Now, moving back on. So th- this is kind of a packing list you know, for a beach vacation, like an all-inclusive vacation, Caribbean trip, that sort of thing. Uh, so obviously, you're going to bring your swimsuits. Don't forget that. And then definitely bring sunscreen. And uh, you might think that that's an obvious, but I just want to mention it because you don't want to travel without it and then have to buy it at these resorts because they jack the prices way up. It is not cheap. Like it's like 20 bucks for a small little $27. Yeah. For I've seen it as high as $27 for just a small bottle of sunscreen at an all-inclusive resort. In that same bottle, you know, you can get at Walmart or Target for 10 bucks or less. Yeah, so, so it's like over double the price and they have a captive audience and that's what they do and I mean whether Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's just how it is, especially in some of these smaller islands. It's just how it is. Yeah, so make sure you bring that as well as sunscreen chapstick. And then one thing... chapstick, that's a good one. Yeah, sunscreen chapstick. Because every time I don't wear... I'll put sunscreen on everywhere when we ever go out. 
And if I forget the chapstick, I know it. Like every yeah. time I golf, I come back and my lips are just raw and red. Yeah. And they're they're burned. They're a little sensitive. Yes. Um. So definitely you want to bring that. And then one thing to think about. So like when I was in Hawaii back in 2019, the excursion company that we did um, this, it was called Wild Side Specialty Tours. And we went and swam with the dolphins in the wild, which is like the coolest thing I've ever done. But they required that we had reefs safe sunscreen and actually checked our sunscreen um before we got on the boat so just make sure you know where you're going you might need to have reef safe sunscreen if you're going to do a kind of an excursion like that yeah if you're going to do some sort of snorkeling or scuba diving it's um, definitely not ever required we haven't come across a resort yet where it's required if you're just going to do that on your own off the beach right right but if you're if you're going to a specific reef for an excursion chances are it probably required yeah yeah it, it definitely could so um i would just suggest bringing it i couldn't find it at walmart or target so i bought it off amazon yeah there you go yep you can't go wrong um and then of course so speaking of sunscreen for those times that you forget to reapply your sunscreen you definitely want to have some sort of aloe gel because you know you're going to need to remedy your sunburn yeah and a lot of the resorts i've noticed at least the ones that we've been traveling to lately have had the the lotion in the room oh yeah have some sort of like Sensitive skin lotion, or if you have a sunburn, that's really nice. But also, it's not bad to bring your own. Well, I, aloe, they don't have aloe in their rooms. I haven't seen one that had aloe. Yeah, can, so. I, can I throw one that's not on the list? Sure. And I, by the way, I, I love these shirts. I don't put on sunscreen. I wear oh, that's the, actually a great, great I wear thing. the sun shirts. Yes. So, if you know, and I, you don't see many women wearing the sun shirts. You definitely see a lot of men wearing yep. it. So, so, for all my men out there that are very sensitive to the sun... I rock the and sun pasty shirt. white like George. I am. I burn. The sun does not like me. I am just pasty, crusty white. Not oh crusty, but just pasty. But <laughs> crusty. I'm just like I. I the sun just fries me, and so the sun shirts have been a blessing because they feel good in the water. Yep. And um and I I just get them off Amazon. They're like twenty thirty bucks, but they're worth every penny. Like, and they're long sleeve. They're long sleeve, or you can get short sleeve too. Yeah, but it kind of want some short sleeve ones. Yeah. yeah, but it it you know protects your whole upper body. Yeah, so. and they work. Yeah. Even in the water, too. They they absolutely work. Now, I've seen some on Amazon where the reviews aren't good. Check the reviews. Make sure it's, like, legit. Yep. But um, but when you're in a pick... And they feel good, too. They're breathable. They're nice. Yeah. Definitely. That is a great one for the list. There you um, go. So, next up, uh, some sort of bug spray. So, if you're going down to the Caribbean, Mexico, you know, it's a tropical destination. There are lots of bugs. There's lots of mosquitoes. You know, all of the resorts do a great job at spraying for those. But if you're um, going on an excursion or something like that, I mean, the whole island won't be right. sprayed. Well, you know? and, and even if the resorts do a great job at spraying, no matter what, if you you may be like me, the mosquitoes will find me no matter what. I yeah. I have to wear bug spray e- even like in the summertime here in South Carolina. When I walk outside, I have to have it on because I yeah. get eaten alive. So yeah. definitely want to bring some bug spray with you for sure. And you don't need like the biggest can. You know, you can get away with a very small can of that that will yeah. just hold you off till the you know just for a few nights. You know, when you're traveling. So yeah. don't think that you have to go get like the commercial size, family size you know, batch for all of these items. Yeah. Yeah. Something small will work. And, you know, some of the stuff is really just in case. And, and again, this is another item that when you are at a resort that they jack the price up on too. Absolutely. So they know you need it. Yeah. I, I've seen it um, in Jamaica for like 20 bucks for a small little thing of bug spray. And it just like ticks you off. It's just like, man, come on. And then, but it's like, I, I need it because I'm getting eaten. So yeah, you definitely want to make sure you have that. Yeah. You got to have it. 
so definitely want to also bring a hat with you. Um, you know, if you're going to be laying out in the sun, you don't want your scalp to get burned. Definitely recommend some sort of hat um, for that. And then also thinking about you know going to the pool or the beach. I would suggest bringing some sort of beach bag so that you can carry your items easily down to the pool and the beach. Yeah, and you get a tiny little bag that folds up. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Right. Just something to kind of throw a couple towels in from the resort. You know, your phones and anything like that that you just want to sit on the, you know, have have out on the chair, you know, yep. chilling. And so. one way that I um, usually pack these and it ends up kind of fitting into our suitcase really well. So we have a toiletry bag and I end up putting our toiletry our toiletry bag inside of the beach bag and then just lay it down flat. So then it's kind of, it helps oh. to save space in the suitcase. You're so clever. Yeah. You're so <laughs> clever. All right, let, let me read the next one. All right, so, because you're going down the list, right? Yeah. Okay, this is a good one. Small bag for excursions. So, just like a small bag, if you're going to bring, I, I, we like a little backpack. Yeah. You're bringing these small backpacks, and it's very light, and you can just throw stuff in it, and then it's easy to carry. Yeah. But something small, like, so we always bring a backpack when we travel. Now, we always bring our computer, so it's kind of easier for us to do that. Yeah. But we'll, when we go on an excursion, we'll take our computer out and just throw in, like, sunscreen and things that we need, and then we go. Yeah. So, it's pretty, I think, I think a small backpack is very convenient, especially if you're going to do a lot of off resort activities yes definitely and then you know bring you can throw some water bottles in there you know anything that you might need yeah and we always bring our laptop i mean we always bring our laptops that's just kind of like par for the course for us but i can see hey if if you're on pto and you're shutting it down don't bring it yeah (laughs) (laughs) definitely now i also suggest bringing a portable charger um you know you're going to be Obviously now, your phones are really your cameras, so you're going to be snapping a lot of pictures, and it's going to drain your phone. So definitely bring a um, portable phone charger. You can get them at like TJ Maxx for 10, 15 bucks. Yeah, and not every airplane nowadays. You would think think by now they would all have them, but surprisingly, a lot of them don't, even in first class. There's still a large percentage that just haven't implemented the... The charging port, so uh, definitely bring that at least for the plane flight, if anything. But definitely, get, it's good to have on the resort as well. Oh yeah, because you know if you're sitting out at the beach and you know you're just like maybe chilling, scrolling through Facebook, or Instagram, whatever, or an excursion, yeah. then you know your phone's gonna die quickly. So I would bring um, the portable charger. Absolutely, absolutely. And another thing, I have never brought a portable tumbler but i do often see that at a lot of resorts yeah so this is one thing that we don't necessarily do but we see a lot of people do it now i had noticed they were not allowing people to use them um the first few months that we traveled during covid because yeah. the exchange I mean, of the cup the exchange of the then, cup that and you know everybody's touching it so yeah. um but it it would be you know you could definitely pack it and the resort may or may not let you use it right now during covid but yeah. just something to think about definitely bring a koozie you know for your um beer help keep it cold or you know if you book a picnic travel we actually send you a couple koozies well, I have not been sending out koozies because everything's been electronic because of COVID. But, oh, yeah. We, but I do have some koozies. So if you want some, I'm happy to send yeah, them to you. Yeah, we will send you some koozies. Pignac travel koozies. <laughs> We've got like 500 of them. So. A ton of koozies. I, yeah, I just... Boxes um, and boxes. We just reordered them before COVID <laughs> happened. So, um, Another good thing to think about is I would recommend bringing a reusable straw. So a lot of these um, resorts and islands... They've gone to the plastic, or not plastic straws, the paper, paper straws. Paper straws, yeah. 
And you know, if you're sipping on a pina colada or whatever, whatever these paper straws don't work well. They don't work Let's well just at call all. It what it is, they don't work. I as mean, well I understand why ones. they do it. For sure, it's better yeah. for the environment. Totally get it. Right. Um. But I and I always like using a straw. So you, they do make reusable straws. Yeah, and, the, like stainless steel ones. Yeah, stainless see. steel. So you know, I would consider getting one of those and just taking that with you. Yeah, and you know, it, there's nothing worse than biting into that straw when you think you don't know it's a reusable one, and it like, you know, cause some people like bite the straw a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, stainless steel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done it once or twice. I just said I, that would they, not be good. They've given me one. I don't know. It looks like a normal straw, and I just chomp down on it. Yeah, I, I'm not a straw biter, but I, you know, you sometimes just don't know. Okay, well, nibble. that's enough on that topic. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, you definitely want to bring like some sort of travel first aid kit. I have a little packet that I carry with us. Yeah, we're not talking about like a defibrillator or anything. We're talking about a very <laughs> small, well, some people might need to bring it's, that. <laughs> it's literally a handheld and I just have like um, gauze, neosporin, and band-aids, Band-Aids in there. That and I mean, it's probably like four inches by... Yeah, it's, it's very tiny, small. You can, yeah. you can buy them in Target or Walmart. And I like to carry that. And we actually have needed it because... Um, I think, yeah, it was me. I busted my foot open on a beach chair when we were in Grenada one time. and Too many rum punch. Probably so. Too much rum punch. And, I mean, obviously they have a nurse's station, but if you don't want to take the time to go to the nurse's station for something like that, you know, then, and you have it in your room, it's just quick, easy. You were a wounded warrior, and the, the oh first aid gosh. man had to come over, the yeah, nurse, there you go. <laughs> and patch you up so you can get back out there on the battlefield and go to the swim-up bar. And enjoy the rest of your drinks in the afternoon. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> You're a hero. <laughs> so, next up, obviously you want to make sure you have all the over-the-counter medications that you might need. You know, Advil, Tylenol, Imodium, you know, you're in a different environment, you know, you might be drinking a lot, eating different foods, so... It's you, good to have that kind of stuff. It's good yeah. to have that kind and of again, stuff. again, we're not talking about a, a, a huge family-sized bottle of each, but just maybe a couple individual packets. Usually, yeah. they come, some of them come in the first aid kits, but uh, just something nice to have and... You know, and, and I, I agree with you there. I now, agree. I've never, or we've never traveled with this. I actually just recently came across this. And, and it's pretty way, cool. And, and this this next one we're mentioning, this company is not affiliated with the show. We just thought it was really cool, so we're going to mention it. Yeah, so... They're not an advertiser or anything. We're just... Yeah, and apparently, I guess, there, I'm sure there's some other options, but a hangover remedy. So there's this company called Blowfish, and it's approved by the FDA and includes, um, it's two tablets that you just put in your water, and then I guess they dissolve and you drink it, and they have aspirin and caffeine in it, and supposedly they make you feel better in like 15 minutes. No clue if it works. Yeah, I don't know if it works. It's an FDA approved cure, cure, I guess, for a hangover. Now... I tr- I mean I we usually don't get hungover when we travel. I rarely get, I mean it's kind of yeah. it's very rare that but you know But we I'll, always see somebody that we're like oh, oh that man. person's going to be hungover tomorrow. <laughs> we always see someone at the swim up bar and we're like man they're having way too much and the sun is just beaming down on them cuz the sun kind of amplifies everything. Yeah. And then you're not drinking much water. So you have the sun beating down on you, you're having a blast. You know, remember that remember that girl in Cabo, and then we didn't see her for like two days. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, just I mean, and you just feel so bad for him. You're like, I mean, they did it for themselves. Yeah, you just know that next morning is like (laughs) the worst day. The whole day of your vacation, right? But the sun will get you while you're drinking. It's kind of a amplified effect, and it it's not good. Yeah, rule of thumb: one bottle of water for every drink that you have. Yeah, one for one, and you're going to be fine. And a lot of these resorts, the ones that we sent them on. 
you know, it's included. It's all you can drink bottled yeah. water too. And so, anyways, yeah. Uh, luckily for us, we're we, we kind of keep it together. But you never know. Hey, hey it always happens. It happens you're to the best having of us. fun. You're yeah. having fun. Now, now I'm not saying I'm a saint, and it's never happened to me, but for sure. But and George you know. actually at one time. So when he went to a bachelor party in Vegas, he took dry yeast. Apparently, that is also a so, something that can help you with hangovers. So let me explain the dry yeast thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we're now now we're on story time. Let me just tell the quick story. So I read. That um, I think it was the CEO of Sam Adams. Uh, he, he would go to all these events when they when they were selling their beer at trade shows or smaller company, do all these things. And you know, your beer company, you're always sampling beer and drinking beer. And people would see him out, and he would drink beer all day at these events and never get drunk or never seem off his game at all. And someone finally asked him, like, you know, how do you do that? Like, you're always out and about. And it might not be Sam Adams. I can't remember. It's, it's a company like Sam Adams. I think yep. it's a beer company. And what he said is he puts little little packets. You can get them at the grocery store. Fishman's Dry Yeast. And it's small, like it's... Fishman's almost, or Fishman? I think it's Fishman's Dry Yeast. I something think. like that. <laughs> Anyways, and all it is dry yeast. It's like a powder. And it's a little packet. It's probably like the size of a wet nap packet. And it's just filled with that. And so all he does is like he keeps it in his pocket, pulls it out, tears it open, and he just puts a very little bit in his hand and just kind of pops it in his mouth every, like, hour or so. I thought you put it in, like, water or something when you no, were No, no, I didn't. Because oh. you, you don't always have water with you. You just keep the pack in your pocket and you unfold it, put a little bit How out. How do you just put powder in your mouth, though? It, it's not powder. It's, like, it's more grainy like salt. Ugh. It doesn't taste like salt, but it's thicker. And but I'm just, sure you could put it in, like, a water and yeah, I'm sure it. you could. I mean, yeah. I just had it with me and I just, every, every hour or so i'd put it in there and pop it in and you know what it does work yeah the yeast helps your liver and body break down the alcohol yeah and it does work so it helps you not be hungover it helps it completely does help it i have done this i was at a bachelor party <laughs> i was a lot younger and we were drinking all day and i was For three days people asked me what i was doing i was like well hey i've heard this helps with hangovers the next day i was fine the next day yeah and actually i went to the gym in the morning and these guys were just out your friends, yeah. It, 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 was, it was, I mean, you know, I didn't see them for half a day. Yeah. They were all gone. You know, they had the headaches and all that stuff. And so it's a, you kind of just a, a tidbit here, you know. Yeah, just a little tip there. Yeah. So next up on the list, I would recommend bringing a pool float. So obviously a lot of resorts, they already have them, but we have noticed during COVID, a lot of them have pulled them up just um, that way, you know, it's not like one person using it and then just leaving it in the pool and then somebody else getting on it, you know, without it being sanitized. Yeah. So bring a pool float and actually a lot of the resorts, if they have a dive shop, they'll blow them up for you. I know the sandals will. They will... Um, inflate them for you. Yeah, so. and that's really cool too. And it's it's kind of fun when you see people in their own floats, and they'll bring like flamingos and yeah. things like that. That's pretty cool. Remember, we saw that um, that bull that one time. So it looked like they were like riding a oh. bull <laughs> in, the, in the bull. I do remember that. Yeah, that was that was funny. That was good. Up next here, I love this one. This is kind of one that we don't pack this, but we should. I know. I'm going to buy some. Yeah, beach towel clips. Yeah. So if you love the beach, a lot of these, or in just the pool too. Yeah, Caribbean Mexico can be very windy, yep. and it keeps your keeps your towel down on your chair. Yes, and I think that is a brilliant one, one that we need to start doing. Yes, and you know, just speaking of towels, because I do get asked this question a lot: Do I need to pack towels? No, you do not need to pack towels. I have never been to any resort um, that did not provide them. So yeah, for sure, for sure. And this one, this next one on the list here. Um, you know, I we we don't do this, but I've seen people do it. If you, if you and I will, I will have a little 
something to say about it. But okay, yeah. all right, I'm up. I'll pass it right back to you. Well, <laughs> no, I was just say a Bluetooth speaker, but yeah. I, you know, with the Bluetooth speaker. The resorts do not want you playing that like extremely loud because they already have their own music, you know, that is playing at the pool or you could be at a quiet pool and they don't allow it. But as long as you, you know, bring a Bluetooth speaker and you don't have it playing loudly, then, you know, I, I think that's fine. But you also have to be mindful and respectful of the other guests around you. They might not want to hear you know whatever music you might be blasting so just be aware of the volume yeah of course and we've seen some resorts where people come and they bring a speaker and it's loud you don't want to do that and really my take on the bluetooth speaker is like if if you're going to listen to it quietly which you probably should yeah you play should. It on your phone yeah just play it quietly on your phone yeah just so you can hear it and chill um another one swimsuit cover-ups i mean that's kind of obvious but you know if you're hanging out at the pool or the beach and maybe you want to go grab lunch and it's like say inside one of the buffets or something like that you can't just walk in in your wet swimsuit so you'll need to be in a cover-up so i just recommend bringing that um oh i thought you were gonna say something no (laughs) and then there's also they make wet bags that so you can put these um, you take these with you and then let's just say if your swimsuit's not dry the, you know, the morning that you're leaving to head home, you can put your swimsuit in this wet bag and then it keeps, you know, I guess the, the water oh, yeah. contained to that bag. Yeah. Another hack for that too, is just bring like a plastic grocery bag. If you have like a grocery bag laying around, you can just pop it in there. Yeah, but I don't think that's as good. I don't know. We, we don't pack that. No, we, I don't pack it, but, yeah. I mean, some people do. Yeah, so. it's a good thing to have. Uh, water shoes. So Especially if you're going to have a lot of excursions. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, if you're going to do a lot of excursions, you know, say, like, hiking a waterfall or something like that, then you definitely want to have some water shoes. That's a great thing. And most water shoes are small and light, and, yeah. you know, there's no laces or just stretchy. Very easy to pack. Yes, definitely. Um selfie stick who doesn't love a selfie stick i know you love a selfie stick. i do love a selfie stick well i mean that way you know you can make sure to get a good angle for your pictures yeah, so and with covid you don't have to ask people to take right. a picture of you and pass your cell phone to them bring the selfie stick right. and we, we've got some really good pictures on the selfie stick hey no another, our selfie sticks are well traveled <laughs> yeah they're well traveled here um i think we got the ones we have now no we don't have the one from italy do we no, that one finally broke. But the one, one that I do broke. have now is from Paris. So. There were so many people selling selfie sticks in Italy. Yeah. like we had, It was every corner. We had one. We're walking around with one. And every corner, they're like, do you want a selfie stick? I'm like, I've got my selfie stick right here. I don't need two yeah. of them. <laughs> but hey, the hustle's real. And, um, and they were, same thing in Paris. They were selling them all around the Eiffel Tower. It's a great idea. Which actually was perfect because we had our selfie stick. And it, and it ended up breaking so like right one. by the Eiffel Tower. And then luckily there was a guy selling them. So we got another one. I mean, you can... You can hit a pitching wedge anywhere and you can get it to someone selling a selfie stick. It's it, it definitely in, in Europe. You can't. They are every freaking where and they're usually a pretty good price. I mean, yeah, they're, they're not like bad. 20 bucks, 10 oh, bucks or something. I was going to say maybe 10, 15. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, when there's an abundance of them, they can't be that expensive. I think they're like 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, if you are, you know, if you like to take a lot of pictures, um, I would also suggest maybe a little mini tripod because then you can do like the timer on your phone and maybe yeah. get an even like wider frame. So that's just something to think about. Absolutely. And then also this next one too, this is, you know, we, we pack this obviously because we make a lot of videos when we travel 
um, for our YouTube channel and all that good jazz. But this is something good too because I think this can help capture capture some great memories, especially on certain excursions. Um, is GoPro. Now GoPros are Definitely. pricey. I'll say this. So if you don't, because I we own a couple GoPros. Um, I'll say this. If you're not like big into video editing or you know you're, you're just doing this to capture your trip. Don't buy the newest model. You can get like yeah. a couple models down, and they work just fine. They capture incredible. And we have actually the original one. Yeah. And then we also have like I think the Hero Seven. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the picture quality, actually pretty close. They're pretty close. Now the Hero Seven, you can do more things like it's already waterproof and all this good jazz. You know the and, and it has a touch screen, so there's a couple cool features of it. But if you're just trying to capture your trip, and you know you're not going to use it for anything else, don't buy the latest and greatest. You can get away with an older model, and it works just fine. Yeah, and you know you want to like let's just say if you're going to go scuba diving or snorkeling, yep. and you want to capture that, a good a GoPro is a good thing to have. And then I would just bring something um, that I think they make those little things that kind of um it's like handheld and then you can like tie it wrap yeah. it around your wrist to make sure that you don't lose it absolutely so. and then, then if you're scuba diving they have stuff like that you can tie to it that floats so you yeah. can take it down with you but if it slips out of your hand it's going to go to the top of the water not the bottom yeah it, it, usually a lot of these kits come with them they come with all these accessories um and also too hey it's good for the gram uh, yeah. so, selfie stick and gopro do it for the gram do it for the gram <laughs> Get your, get your gram up. And then another... By the way, follow us on Instagram if you're not following us. Oh, please Pena do. Travel and add note for your travel show. A little plug. Yes. And then also a waterproof pouch for your iPhone. They make a lot of these and um, we have a couple. You know, if you're going to maybe take your phone into the pool, to the swim-up yeah. bar, you know, we recommend having a waterproof um, pouch for that. Absolutely, yeah. Because you know you want to get a nice selfie at the swim-up bar. Oh, you got to. You got to. Yeah. And then the bartenders, you know, they're busy, so you don't want to bother them. So. Got it. Got to show off the vacay. Yes. Got to. So this is one of my um, favorite items to travel with, and I never leave home without it. Uh, luggage scale. Now, when you hear luggage scale, it's going to like people that haven't that aren't familiar with luggage scale, they're going to think it's a big one that you set it on. No, it's a little. It's a handheld small handheld device. thing. Maybe. Has a hook on it. Yep. And you literally hook the hook your luggage on it and lift it up, and it will tell you how much it weighs. Yeah, your bag dangles from it, and it's probably like. Five inches wide. It's really small. It's very it's small. It's really tiny. You can Google it, grab one of those, but it's good because if you're going to buy a lot of things, right. you're going you're gonna to want to know if your luggage is overweight, if you need, you know. Well, a lot of times, you know, you're already going down to the Caribbean or Mexico and your bag's I mean, it's hard for me to not pack almost 50 pounds of stuff because generally speaking, the oh, airlines, <laughs> yeah, the air, I've gotten to be a lot better packer. We talked about this recently. I don't I just throw stuff in. Yeah. You have to pack for me sometimes. I won't pack enough. Yeah, I know. So, but if you're already going to be close to say 50 pounds, if you're at 47, 48 pounds, because a lot of the airlines, the most you can have is 50 pounds, unless you're in first class, they allow you a little bit more, but if you're already going to be close to that, well, you know you're going to bring some souvenirs back and then you might not pack the exact same way, so then it could put you overweight. So you can buy these luggage scales. Five They're bucks. like 5 or $10 at TJ Maxx or you could probably order them on Amazon. And I just stick them in my book bag, carry it with me, and then that way I know, you know, before we head back to the airport, on you know, the morning that we're leaving, yep. I weigh it. And then also, you know, before you leave and before you leave too. for the airport too, you can check it to make sure. You always see the people, the luggage scale, like changing and adjusting yeah. the, the bag. Don't be that person. You know, just get a little thing, have it forever. We've had one. I was going to say, the one I've had. the same one for like 12 years. Yeah, the one I've had, I've had 
forever. It's yeah. been a very long time. It's that not I've had going that. anywhere. Yeah. And they're battery powered, so um, real easy. Now, if you want to do snorkeling right off the beach, some resorts have the snorkeling equipment. Some don't. Some right now are also charging um, for the math, the mouthpieces during COVID. So instead of just like, you know, sanitizing and then reusing them, you have to pay for a new mouthpiece, which I actually kind of think is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would recommend taking some snorkel equipment so you can snorkel right off the beach at some of the resorts because a lot of them do have you know great snorkeling right there. So I would recommend that. And then in terms of clothing, like what kind of clothing you should pack at these resorts. So, you know, obviously... A couple tips here. Yeah, obviously you're going to, you know, pack... You know, shorts, tank tops, swimsuits, cover-ups, like we've already mentioned. All that good stuff. Um, the biggest or one of the most important things is a lot of the resorts do have some sort of dress code and you have what's called resort casual and resort evening attire. And so evening is going to be, you know, a little bit more dressy. So for the guys, that's long pants and closed toed shoes. And I hear you fellas. I, I'm, not George a hates fan. This. I'm not a fan of that policy either. I'm not a fan. I don't. And it's not all of the restaurants, it's but usually it's usually one. just a few, one or one to three. And it's usually the best one. Yeah. So and they, they just want to keep it nice, I guess, and the ambiance. I get it. Right. I mean, they don't want people walking in in swimsuits. They want you to be dressy. Yeah. And they do that because, you know, they, yeah, they don't want people who like just finish at the swim up bar. Yeah. And they're in swimsuits and a cover up to go into a nicer restaurant. So, so my, that's why they do it. Yeah. My golfers out there bring some nice golf pants yeah. that are real breathable, have, have just some dress shoes on underneath them. And you're good to go. Golf pole or something like that, good to go. Lightweight, easy yeah. to pack. But and the- a collared shirt. Collared shirt, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, in terms of what ladies can wear you know, to those restaurants, I mean, we can kind of get away with anything. You know, cute sundress, um, you know, uh, like nice sandals, that sort of thing. Yeah, I remember, like, was it our honeymoon? I didn't bring pants. It was like a, yes. one of our original trips, and I bought some pants there, and it was the I, pants the Islanders wear. Yeah, and it was like super baggy, like <laughs> really like hand woven material. Yeah, it was like the beach pants. Uh, really I can't light. Think of what you call those. They right were now, massive but... though. They're like MC Hammer pants. Yeah, and I remember. I was like, I was wearing that with like nice closed toe shoes, and I looked like you know. Well, hey, they let you in. They're designed to be wore with sandals, I think. Yeah, and I was wearing them with with dress shoes, but hey, I. You gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Um, lesson learned. Yes. Now, I would also recommend bringing you know some sort of sneakers, even if you don't plan on working out. You know, some excursions require that yeah. you have that. You know, if you're going to be doing, say, like ATV riding or something like that, so you want to have them just in case. And then also talking about that. You know, some excursions that you might do in different places, your clothing could get very dirty. Like you can ride like the dirt bikes, ATVs, ATVs like through yeah. the jungle. So you're going through mud and your clothes can get very dirty. So yeah. make sure you bring an, like an old pair of clothes that you don't care about getting dirty. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then also one more thing on the clothing, depending on the time of year that you're traveling, you may want to just pack one like light sweater or jacket. Cause you know, it doesn't get cold in these destinations per se, but you know, in the winter months, you know, the evenings you could have like low seventies or high sixties. So I would just suggest bringing uh, a light sweater in case it's breezy. Cause you might get chilly. 
Yeah, I think that's a big one because people are traveling now, like right now in January, February, March, and you're thinking you're going to the Caribbean, it's going to be warm, and it's going to be shorts and everything. And for the most part it is, but at night it will get breezy and it does get a little chilly. Yeah. And it's good to kind of have that. So just kind of be mindful. I would check out the highs and lows of where you're going and just kind of know what you're getting into. Yes, definitely. Cabo's one that like is sneaky cold. Yeah, in the evenings, I mean, during the winter months, it can get down to the low 60s. Yeah, and and, and when you got a breeze and it's dry... it's chilly. Yeah. It's it's a little nippy out there. Yeah. Um, and then you also want to make sure you travel with a copy of your travel documents, your itinerary. I mean, it's kind of a given, but definitely. And then right now during COVID, you know, if you're having to take a COVID test and you know, before you travel it, to a destination that requires it, or if you're having to submit for a travel authorization from the government, like some of the countries are requiring it, I just recommend that you print all of those out. Don't have elect. You can have an electronic copy as well, but also make sure you have a hard copy printed and carrying it with you. Yeah. Until we're fully through COVID, it's good to have that right now. Um, and last, last thing too, I want to mention too, and then I know you've got one more as well. This is a big one for me because I do travel a lot. Um, you know, just I, I end up flying a lot going to all these meetings. But anyways, find a comfortable mask that you're yeah. comfortable wearing on the plane. You're, you're going to have to wear the mask. Think about how long you're going to be in an airport because you have to wear it in the airport unless you're eating or drinking. And also on the plane, find a comfortable mask. You don't want to bring a surgical mask. Yeah. That's going to be uncomfortable, especially if you've got a little facial hair like me. I've got a little little salt and pepper action going on right here. A little scruff. <laughs> a little scruff. And you want to have a comfortable mask. And so, like, kind of do some research. Go on Amazon. You can buy them real cheap. We just bought some the other day, and they're super comfortable. Yeah, and I will say, too, on that, and I don't know if this is across the board. I don't think it is, but we'll just briefly mention it. Um, the the neck gaiters. So we have worn them when we've uh, traveled. When we went to Antigua, we wore them and no one said anything. But George was on a plane recently and they made him take that off and put a mask on that went around his ears. So yeah, y- you may so, just want to also have that as an option. Yeah, they have a... Um apparently the CDC came out and pretty much said no bandanas. But when you're going onto a plane... I mean, the neck gator is not a bandana. But yeah, but the flight attendant can chalk that up as a bandana. Yeah, and you it, don't want to argue. It, so it with drapes the over your neck. So. Yeah, so just have one that goes around the ears for the flight. It's just the best way to go. And just I would definitely find one that's comfortable because you're going to have to wear it for a long time. Yeah. You know, two, three hours straight with a mask is not fun. Yeah. And then last but last but not least, I get asked a lot, how much cash should I bring? You know, do I need to convert my money? You don't necessarily need to convert your money. Um, a, a lot of places, everywhere that I've been will always accept American dollars. You know, I know that in Mexico they do appreciate getting pesos more than dollars, but... Um, you do, do want to always carry some sort of cash with you. So what we usually bring is for a full week, if we're going to a resort that requires, or not necessarily requires, but where it's recommended that you tip, we usually bring about $100, $150 for a week for tips. Yeah. And then I also like to have just like an extra $200 just in case of, you know, if we're going to, like to a local shop where, you know, it's just yeah. a vendor that just accepts cash, we have a little bit of cash. So Yeah, and there's people at the airport that might take your luggage. There's all these like little things that you're going to encounter across your journey. Just be good to have a little cash. Not, not too much. Don't bring a ton of cash, but just a little bit's nice to have. Yeah, and I usually go to the bank and get um, a lot of ones and fives. So. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That way you can tip easy and you're not right. like trying to break change for 50 or 100 or something when you're trying right. to give someone a few bucks for helping you out. Yes. That's right. So. Yeah. So I, that is all on my packing list. That is it. That's a good list. So we're going to put it in the show notes below. So if anyone wants like to see the visual of it, we'll put it down there. Very easy to do. And now it's time. You want to do trip of the week first? Well, yeah, we can do trip of the week. So Let's do trip of the week first. I had a client who finally we have moved his Jamaica trip like five or six times and they finally got to go to Jamaica and they left on Thursday and they're having a blast. So shout out to Stuart. Oh man. Yeah. Stuart's having a good time. Which, which resort are they at? Secrets Wild Orchid. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes. And I mean, we have changed this like it, they were supposed to travel a year ago and it's been changed. Yeah. Like it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back because of COVID. And finally they finally got to go. Yeah, so. He's having a blast. I've yeah. seen some of his stories online. He's yeah. having an absolute blast. Shout out Stuart. If you're listening. All right. Now we have question of the day, question of the day. And we got a good one here and it was a submission from one of our listeners. So really cool. Okay. Uh, she messaged us on our know before you go travel uh, Instagram account. So we actually have an Instagram account. No, before you go travel show. So definitely a huge shout out and thank you to our listener, Shell Frank, for submitting this on Instagram. Anyways, here we go. She says, hey guys, I have a question of the day idea. What's your favorite outfit to wear when traveling? So I guess you got to think about when traveling. Does that mean like while you're on the plane or while you're on the resort? I got a couple different ideas for this one because I'm going to separate the two. Oh, okay. Because I'm becoming a much more casual flyer. Yeah. I used Me to, too. Like, I used to wear more like shorts and I'll wear like a nice button up. Not a button-up, but like, you know, a travel button-up yeah. with like flamingos on it or palm trees. Something <laughs> something beachy. Right. On the plane. But now I like to wear something very comfortable like gym shorts and a light t-shirt on the plane. And I, I think that's probably my go-to for the plane right now is something super casual. Yeah. Um, like See, almost, I, I, almost like gym clothes that are just very light and loose. I like different outfits for when we are leaving for vacation and coming home. So when leaving, I agree. That's a very yeah, good point. I still yeah, yeah. like comfortable. So I will generally wear um, shorts and then like a comfortable, nicer looking top. Or um, I like the really, I get them from Loft and Taylor Loft, but they have um, really nice light dresses that are super casual and comfortable. And I love those, especially, you know, if you're traveling, you know, in the war- when it's also warmer here, cause it's just super comfortable on the plane to travel like that. Now, when I'm coming home, this might sound bad, but I really don't care what I look like. <laughs> and so I generally will, um, just have either like some really comfortable leggings or, or shorts and Just a t-shirt. In a t-shirt. Yeah, I, I like to travel with a t-shirt. And then I love to wear sandals because I always just love flip-flops and sandals. So that that's what I travel in. Yeah, I like wearing, like, for guys, I like, especially going back. Like, if I'm leaving vacation, I'll put on, like, my gym shoes. Yeah. Just normal socks. And then gym shorts and, like, a nice light t-shirt. Yeah. And it just because if you're gonna be walking in the airport a lot, I like having I like just wear tennis shoes. It's yeah. more comfortable for me at least. Now going to vacation, that's where I kind of change it up. I'm with you. I'll wear sandals, shorts, and I'll wear like a nice island button up that's very light and breezy. I was gonna say that's yeah. You usually do that on the way out. On the way out, yeah. And, and then, then we're like, once it's over, it's like oh, I don't care. Nah, <laughs> I don't, really, I'm just yeah. gonna just look like 
you know, I just left the gym. Because <laughs> yeah, we film all of our trips and we um, put them on our YouTube channel. So yeah. if, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, you can go to just search Pinyak Travel on YouTube. It pops right up and you'll see all of our trips. So we usually dress for the occasion on the way there, but no one wants to see us going home. So yeah. we, we stop filming and we're just kind of wearing whatever. Yeah. But I do love putting on my certain button-up shirts. Yeah. And when I say button-up, I mean button-up short sleeves. Yeah. And that is just... They're your fun shirts. Fun shirts. They Va- have flamingos or palm trees or lobsters on them. It is vacation mode. When that shirt hits my back, it's it vacay is mode. vacation mode. Yeah, and you know, pack. it's funny like to think about that, too, because you know, back in the day, you know, like back in the 90s... Right, maybe even before still. that, yeah. Maybe pe- not. They didn't dress up that much. Well, but, but it used to be like you dressed... Back in the yeah, day. you dressed like up to go oh, on yeah. the planes. Like our, I think that was probably like our grandparents' generation where they yeah. literally were like coats. Yeah. Like it was a a nice, like almost like a high society thing to do. Right. It was a privilege to go on the plane. So you dressed the part and you, you, you know, it, but nowadays it's become so, so much more casual. <laughs> yeah, it's very casual. I can't casual. even imagine flying. I mean, I've done it before. I fly in my suits before, but I can't imagine that being par for the course like everywhere you go. So, sometimes I, I have been in some airports and seen what some people are wearing and i'm like what are they thinking like wearing like six inch heels you know like in the atlanta airport and i'm like oh my god how you have to walk that far maybe for work or something well six six inches is a little long for work and then like a skin skin tight dress i'm like i don't know where you just came from maybe they're going to the wedding and they're i don't know but anyways sometimes they didn't look like they're going to a wedding they also used to smoke on planes which blows my mind yeah that is crazy i just can't get over that smoking on a plane that is wild i mean uh, and you know what's funny is like i think every generation has those things where like when when we get you know to the age of when we have grandkids We'll be telling things that we used to do, and they'll be like, are you nuts? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's how it used to be. No one said anything. You know, I don't know what that'll be, but I'm sure there'll be a couple that... Oh, I'm sure. They won't be as bad as smoking on a plane, but... Yeah. Well, if you guys want any more information on anything that you've heard today, please feel free to reach out. You can slide into our DMs. Go to our website, PinyacTravel.com. If you click Request a Quote, it uh, comes as an email directly to me, or feel free to give us a call, 1-800-674-3278. Yes, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much. If you haven't subscribed, yeah, we would love if you subscribe to the podcast. You guys are the best. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 